0: the basket episode number four here thank you guys all so much for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to me for just a short while i appreciate every single uh one of you first of all i want to start this off by apologizing because i missed a full week of doing this podcast and this has been going great so far i've gotten so much great support on it and obviously that is a huge thank to all thank you to all of you guys so I missed a week. I got really busy with a bunch of other real life stuff. And then I just wanted to get a couple of rebuilds out there. I do rebuilds full time. I'm sure most of you know that I've been listening to me on uh, YouTube during this podcast. But on that note, I, uh, I regret to inform some of you that this will be the final episode here on YouTube. Uh, after this episode here, we are strictly going to be focusing on just moving this more towards a like strictly podcast. Uh, if you do not want to continue to listen, that is perfectly okay. That's you're, you're totally entitled to do that. If you are very interested though, uh, in, you know, continuing and listening to this podcast, I do get a decent amount of listeners that still do listen to me on Spotify, Apple music, whatever other streaming platform it may be. So if you're very interested in, you know, continually listening to this podcast, make sure to go follow me on Twitter. It's at mass underscore yt. I will obviously tweet out the link to every single time I do go ahead and post a new one of these but I'm trying to do one every week I only missed one week I do apologize about that and I also will be having some guests on soon so if you guys are looking forward to that make sure to you know let me know on Twitter let me know on Twitter if you have any specific guests or I guess you can leave it in the comment section yeah this will be the final episode of Behind the Basket here on YouTube I do apologize for all of you who do like to listen but we do have an episode today we do have an episode to get to today it is going to be episode number four here in the last video we predicted basically the eastern conference finals and the western conference finals basically what i've been doing through this entire po- podcast is predicting the nba playoffs if the nba season was supposed to you know stop today and they just got to the playoffs now it looks like you know all the new all the news that Woj and shams have been breaking it appears that it's going to end up going back to disney or to disneyland is it disneyland or disney world i think it's disney world i'm not positive about that one i just read disney and i there's two of them obviously so with that news, I believe it's going to be a 22 team, kind of you know, not like a tournament, but you know, kind of like playoff or play in more, more so. And before the playoffs happen, which I will give my thoughts on later in this video, that's not the point right now. But yeah, I kind of predicted you know just a normal playoff bracket. So we're going to be wrapping that up today. We are in the NBA Finals briefly. I will go over what I predicted in the last video though. Uh, basically the Eastern conference finals for me was the one seeded Milwaukee Bucks and the two seeded Toronto Raptors. And the West was the one seeded LA Lakers and the two seeded LA Clippers. Uh, if you kind of want some reasoning for why I made those predictions or why, uh, those teams are in the Eastern and Western conference finals, make sure to go check out previous podcast episode. Uh, and then maybe come back to this one, whatever, you know, works for you. If you want to listen to this one first, that's perfectly fine. But today we are going to be heading into episode number four here. Super, super excited. Uh, to wrap up, you know, not wrap up, but I guess, you know, finish out with these, you know, predictions before we can kind of get into some more podcast focused stuff and not, you know, so much predicting. So we're doing the NBA finals today. We're doing the NBA finals Saying This probably will be a little bit of a shorter episode. I'm trying to keep it under a half an hour. I don't know if that will be the case, but that is the ultimate goal. So it's the one seed to LA Lakers and the one seed to Milwaukee Bucks, as I mentioned. Also, if you see me, you know, staring at my computer screen, it's because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of one. I'm reading what I wrote down. For this too i'm looking at statistics this is a podcast after all uh there's not really supposed to be a face cam but if you guys watch me on youtube there is a face cam there uh for that so as i mentioned lakers and bucks that's been my prediction for the nba finals for a very very long time pretty much since i would say pretty, pretty much since the all-star break and i'm sure a lot of people had it before that i know it takes me a little bit longer to you know finally think about who i actually believe will truly make the nba finals it takes a lot for me i don't just say oh it's LeBron and Giannis. of course they're gonna be in the finals It's not how it works. There's typically a lot more factors that go into who does make the finals besides just the best couple players in the league. And I know that's a huge part. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things such as bench depth, stuff like that so we're gonna be without without whoa without further ado we're gonna get into these predictions so the way i've been doing this is basically you know kind of going over a key player for the series those key players have not changed ever since the beginning and i really don't you know they, they didn't change for the final one so key players for the los angeles lakers we got lebron james i'll give you his stats or his regular season stats right now 25 and a half points per game almost eight rebounds ten and a half assists we look at the milwaukee bucks now Giannis Antetokounmpo, 30 points. 13.5 boards, closer to 14 and 6 assists per game. Obviously, two of the biggest, I would say, my two MVP candidates right there. I think a lot of people would you know, tend to agree with that statement right there. Uh, but before we go any further, as always, if you guys do want to be featured on the next podcast episode, make sure to leave a comment down below. Uh, eventually, I will be focusing on only doing YouTube comments, and I will tweet out weekly uh, to leave any other comments down below, just kind of for questions at some point. And eventually, I you know we can get into some topics of what you guys want covered. But... Back to this one. Key questions for the series. Before, you know, I go ahead and give my actual prediction. I like to go over some key questions and answer those ones first. Does LeBron pass MJ if he wins this series? I think that's a huge question. I think that's a very, 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 very big question on everybody's mind. Uh, I have a lot of stats for this one. I'm full on land of right now. Uh, but just giving you some brief stats right here. This this would obviously, you know, give LeBron four rings. It would put him at three and seven in the finals. And obviously, as we all know, Jordan was 6-0. So if we want to actually get into some stats right now. If we're looking at playoff stats specifically, I'm not going to, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, whoever's a goat is more than playoff stats. But playoff stats specifically at the moment, points per game, LeBron James is just under 29 at 28.9 points per game. MJ finished his career with 33.4 points per game, which is just absolutely crazy in the playoffs absolutely nuts. LeBron is just under nine rebounds a game at 8.9. MJ's at 6.4 assists. LeBron 7.1, MJ 5.7 steals. LeBron 1.8, MJ 2.1, and then blocks LeBron 1.0 and MJ 0.9. Total points, LeBron is ahead of Michael Jordan by almost 1,000 points. Total rebounds, LeBron's ahead by 1,000. Total assists, LeBron's ahead by over 500. Actually, it's over 600. Total steals, he's ahead by, I'd say, pretty much close to 50. Blocks LeBron's ahead, total games LeBron's ahead. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for saying LeBron's the GOAT in the playoffs. I think when we get more into the regular season, that's when it kind of, you know, breaks down a little bit differently. But for me, I measure greatness. I I think the biggest thing for me is there's a very, very big difference between greatest basketball player of all time and the best basketball player of all time. And I know a lot of people do actually understand that statement, just for those of you who don't. The best basketball player, in my opinion, is the literal figure like physical best basketball player of all time like that is my definition of best the greatest is the most successful most achieved most accomplished whatever word you want to use and for me that's michael jordan for me that is michael jordan i didn't grow up watching michael jordan play i'm i was born in 2000 whether you believe it or not i'm only 20 years old. So, I never really got to, you know, witness Michael Jordan play on a daily basis. Now, that being said, LeBron was drafted in 2003. I was three years old when he got drafted. I didn't get to watch a ton of, you know, old LeBron, too. I seriously started watching basketball in 2007, 2008 when my Celtics uh, went on to win their first championship, and I can't even tell you how many years. But,. It, it, it honestly, like I never like I obviously got to see the prime of LeBron's career when he was in Miami. I think that's I mean, besides, you know, maybe the one championship in Cleveland, I would say that those years were definitely his prime. I don't really think anybody's arguing with that. And obviously, MJ stats would have been different if he didn't retire in the middle of his career. So, I mean, there's arguments for both sides. In my opinion, the best physical basketball player I've ever seen is LeBron James. The greatest basketball player I've ever seen is Michael Jordan. If you're still having problems, you know, interpreting what I mean by that. Be happy to discuss it with you if you want to. You know, leave a comment down below. I will, you know, finish up some comments on this final here video here on YouTube. Uh, and if you are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever the other platform, maybe feel free to shoot me a DM on Twitter, tag me to tweet on Twitter. I'd be happy to have a little bit of a discussion with you uh, on there. So basically, my answer for this one is no, no, it does not. I measure greatness in championships, and I, I don't think LeBron's gonna get to seven. I just like that's crazy. I mean, if the dude goes gets to seven in the next. Four cha- or like four years—that would just be insane. Putting him at seven and seven in the finals, honestly, at that point, I would say he's definitely the greatest. Um, seven and seven in finals—I know he's not shooting as high as MJ, but I would say I would take seven and seven over six and zero oh, because people don't. I mean, a lot of people still need to understand that getting to a finals is still seriously impressive. I mean, at the end of the day, even if you lose, it doesn't—you know—you're not getting anything any better than the first team that wasn't in the playoffs is. I mean, it sucks, but it's—it's it's true. It really is. You're a better team, no doubt, but you're not getting anything. So, I mean, that's just kind of a like a, a fact, if we're, if we're being honest here. So, I don't think LeBron's ever going to get to six, never mind seven. I think he'll probably cap at four, maybe five, if we're going to be totally honest here. So, no, I don't think LeBron passes MJ if he wins this series. Question number two here, can Giannis prove he can win in Milwaukee? So, you'll get Giannis. What is he, 24 right now? 24, 23? I don't think, he's not that old. He, he's really not. Giannis is, tw- okay, he's 25 years old right now. Still, most players enter their prime around 25, 26, 27 years old, and it lasts typically to 30, 31, 32. That's, that's kind of a fact. That's like a known thing. If he doesn't win the championship this year against the Lakers, against literally a top-two basketball player of all time and an unbelievably underrated underrated all-time, not underrated in the league right now, underrated all-time power forward, Anthony Davis, in my opinion, no, that does not mean he can't win in Milwaukee. I think if he wins the championship here against the Lakers, that does mean he can win in Milwaukee. And all these rumors of Giannis is going to leave and go to Golden State, he might go to the Lakers. Whatever the situation may be, can be put to bed. I think that kind of goes without being said. Um, if Giannis does, you know, pull this one off and end up beating LeBron and Anthony Davis in the finals, I think, you know, the whole idea of why—I mean, I don't understand why he would want to leave Milwaukee in the first place. I get it; it's not a huge market. It's hard to, you know, grow a brand in a small market. But ultimately, he's in a really good position. He's in a very, very good position. And I and I look at a very similar situation such as Kevin Durant. That team just never worked out. Russell Westbrook was next to him for I don't even know how many years. James Harden was there. I mean, James Harden never would have turned into the MVP-type player. He Not type he did win an MVP, but MVP player he is today. If he never left Oklahoma City, I think everybody can agree on that one. But it's just a good situation for Giannis right now. I think he has a really good supporting cast around him, and I think that supporting cast can be there for the next four to five years. So, if he doesn't end up winning I would not like to see him leave if he does end up leaving It is what it is. I mean he's obviously entitled to do whatever he wants but uh, if Kenyanas prove he wins in Milwaukee you will you know give the I'll give you the answer to that after these questions but we do have two more questions. The third question here is typically I've only been actually doing two questions but you know since this is the NBA Finals and there's nothing really else to, you know predict after this my third I'm doing four questions. My third question here is if the Lakers win does this mean Anthony Davis is a lock to stay an LA Laker? This might you know, seem pretty obvious. I would say yes, without a doubt. I don't really see Anthony Davis going anywhere, even if the Lakers lose. That's just my personal prediction. I know there's been the rumors to Chicago. I don't really see any other teams you know, linked to him too much. I don't really think he's going anywhere. I think he's in the perfect situation in his career right now. He's in a situation where basically he's going to play with LeBron for however many more years LeBron is going to be an NBA player. I would say it's probably in the range of somewhere between three to seven you know he's totally unpredictable nobody thought lebron was gonna be this good at this age but i would say somewhere in the three to seven range as crazy as that sounds but that's my prediction after lebron ends up leaving it's going to be ad's team totally he'll probably you know look to recruit another star so no i don't think anthony davis is leaving um even if they if they don't win a finals i mean you look at a guy like Kawhi leonard last year who was a toronto raptor got traded there obviously before the season Ended up winning a finals and ended up departing for the L.A. Clippers. Now, I don't necessarily compare the two situations, you know, very much at all. Neither of them were very happy in their situation or their old situation, which is the one kind of comparable thing. They're both superstars. I guess that's also another comparable thing. But the things that are extremely, extremely different is the teams they got traded to. Toronto has definitely, you know, emerged as a bigger market. But at the end of the day, there's not a ton of players that, you know, want to end up playing for Toronto. And that's a very bad thing to say. And it sucks for Raptors fans out there. But it's a a wholehearted fact. Uh, If you ask a lot of NBA – or if you just – I don't even know how to phrase this correctly, but I would assume the team that a lot of NBA players want to play for is the Los Angeles Lakers. And I I think Anthony Davis is perfectly happy there. I don't think Kawhi was unhappy in Toronto at all. I just think he would have preferred to play somewhere else. And so my kind of thing – my thing comes down to I don't think Anthony Davis – prefers to play anywhere else is is what i what i would say i don't think there's any real chemistry issues there any beef anything like that so no i don't think anthony davis ends up you know departing for a different team i really don't think he would go to chicago anyways i don't think the knicks would get involved i don't really see any other team that could possibly realistically get involved in any way shape or form uh if he were to leave the la lakers so that's my answer to that final one here of the uh predictions which is unfortunate but it's got to be answered. Will the Bucks look to trade Giannis, or will they look for another star to pair with him? Uh, this kind of goes without being said. Win or lose, that's not a prediction saying they're going to lose. So, I know I don't think no matter what they're going to trade Giannis. I just don't think that that just doesn't make any sense. I look, I get it. Guys like Kawhi, guys like Anthony Davis, who I just mentioned, got traded. Those are also very, very different circumstances. They both wanted out. I don't think if Giannis loses here, he's going to want out. I understand, you know, the idea of trading him. I don't think it's a smart one. I don't think anybody in Milwaukee has even remotely thought about that. I think it's a very stupid thing. So anybody, Because I've seen people legitimately say on Twitter, if the Bucs lose the finals, they need to trade Giannis. What the hell are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about? Might be one of the stupidest things I've actually ever heard in my life. So no, I don't think the Bucs will look to trade Giannis. Now, let me be perfectly clear on this fact. If he ends up you know, saying, I'm going to leave, I'm not happy. If, th- if a bunch of things change, then I think that would be the smart time to look to trade him. He's without a doubt a top two player in this league if, he ends up, you know, going to leave. If it's, if it's going to be like a Kawhi or Anthony Davis situation, you got to look to move him. you got to look to move him. It's the only smart, realistic thing to do. Because if you let him walk in free agency, you're absolutely screwed and you're stuck with Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez, all the above's contracts, and that's maybe getting you a five or six seed. That's nah, just not where anybody wants to be. NBA, you know, the middle of the pack of the NBA is the worst place to be. You either want to be at the very top or you want to be at the very bottom. Right in the middle there, it sucks because you're not getting a good pick, you're not rebuilding, and you're just stuck in the middle. There's nothing you can do. So that's my thoughts on that. Or will they look for another star to pair from as another, you know, possible option to make him happy? Um, I think Chris Middleton is like one of the best Robins in the NBA. I mean, if you look at the Lakers, they have two Batman. That's always my comparison is Batman or Robin. The Lakers have two Batmans. Uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis are both very, very number one options. There's, I mean, obviously somebody is the number two option there. And I think statistically Anthony Davis actually is having a better season than LeBron in L.A., but... I would still give that to LeBron any day of the week if you're going to make me pick somebody to be the Batman there. Um, If we're talking about Chris Middleton, I think he's perfect because of the way he plays. I think he can play off ball. He's obviously an unbelievable shooter, an unbelievable defensive player, one of the more underrated players in the league in my opinion. But I think if the time comes and Giannis is like, hey, if you don't get me another star here, I'm leaving. I think Chris Middleton trade rumors could definitely heat up, and I think his value is decently high right now. I think it's only going down with age because I think he's, what, 28, 29? But I think – I'm just trying to – I cannot think of somebody off the top of my head that could be in a trade rumor that could possibly go pair with Giannis. Like, I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think. Maybe they could somehow make their way into the Blake Griffin sweepstakes. I just – like, Blake Griffin's days of being, like, a star are over. They, they really are. So, I don't know. If you guys can think of anybody, make sure to let me know down below in the comment section or on Twitter if you want to shoot me a DM. Uh, but, no, I don't think they're going to look to trade Giannis. So, back to the prediction here. This one I actually did think about. It was probably 15-some-odd minutes that I actually had to sit down and think of this one. My instinct off the top of my head was like, Lakers. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. There's no way LeBron and Anthony Davis are losing to Giannis and Chris Middleton. It's just not going to happen. You know, I thought about this one for a while, and then I thought about the idea of, I mean, who— realistically, you have an unbelievable defensive player of the year candidate in Anthony Davis, who can probably cover Giannis. I don't think he's going to stop him, though. So my prediction, you know, I just sounded like the Bucs were going to win it, but I'm still going to give it to the Lakers. Lakers and six. I think they're going to win it, you know. I don't really think it's going to be that good of a series. I just really don't. It's it's such a weird thing to say. It's just my gut feeling that, like, I think the games are going to be competitive, but I don't think it's going to be anything like that, you know, time when LeBron played the Warriors and won a championship. Like, that series was – good it wasn't great but it was good and it was entertaining i think it'll be a very entertaining series i just don't think a lot of the games are going to be as close as a lot of people think i don't know that's my prediction that's my gut feeling you can call that a bad take it very well could be this could be one of the best nba finals of all time and i could have no idea what i'm talking about that's how predictions you know tend to work but wrapping up those predictions i have lebron james winning the finals mvp he's won a finals mvp every single time he has won a championship so those are my final predictions for the 2020 nba playoffs obviously you now i'm hopefully looking forward to watching some actual basketball soon, but now we're gonna get into some questions. So funny enough, I don't know if people like skip to the questions at some points, but I've, I've had a couple DMs and a couple comments on my videos recently asking me like how to get featured and it's it's pretty simple, you just leave a comment or shoot me a DM on Twitter. It's kind of ironic, like you're asking how to get, you know, featured on a video in the way you're getting featured on a video. I don't know, I, th- I just think that's funny, but we do have three questions today. Uh two of them are pertaining to basketball. One of them is pertaining to my personal, you know, not personal life, but like you know what I mean. It's not really about basketball. Well, I guess it kind of is. You'll see it in a second. It's the third question. But these two questions are gonna start off the first ones with basketball. And the first one comes from Jacob here on Twitter. Uh what are your thoughts on the NBA returning in late July at Disney? Now I I mentioned this a little bit earlier in the podcast, but my thoughts are great. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now from you know the health and the safety standpoint. I think that's obviously the number one important thing. And I think that cannot be, you know, under like, I don't know, undervalued under, under appreciate. Like it needs to be like the main focus, like player safety needs to be number one, because this is a absolutely crazy, crazy fucking world we're living in right now. And it's so unfortunate that all these things are happening. And you know, I'm not just talking about COVID-19 I'm talking about everything else, but I'm not going to get into that too much. Um, I don't really think it's, you know, I guess my one little thing I will say is, you know, growing up and being a very, very privileged white male, I, I have never had to experience any racial incidents or any racial prejudice at all. And I think that the biggest thing is to just when you wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and do you like the person who you are? Do you do you agree with what you think? Do you agree with the values that you hold yourself to? That's just my thing. Um, obviously, no matter what anybody does, says, nobody's going to, or some people are never going to change the way they look at things. It sucks. It's the world we live in right now. Um, but it's a tough. I hope if you guys are, you know, joining in protests, I hope you be safe. I wholeheartedly, you know, like, like I wholeheartedly understand the protest and I wholeheartedly, you know, understand that there's a very, very valid reason and nobody's saying there isn't a valid reason. What what happened and what's been happening in this country is absolutely despicable. It's one of the grossest injustices I've ever seen. And there's, there's really nothing that anybody's going to be able to do about it. No words can describe it. But that's kind of my two thoughts on that. So just be safe out there. Uh, remember what you say at any point in your life does have consequences and everything will come back to haunt you. So be careful what you say on social media. Be careful what you say every, anywhere in life. Um, cause you honestly, you never know who you're affecting with some things. So, um, I appreciate every individual, one of you, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever you may be. Um, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I treat everybody the same. I always have. I always will. That's 100% my way to kind of, you know, look at these things. And I think if you treat somebody different based on the color of their skin or who they identify as you're a wholehearted piece of shit. So that's my thoughts. That's my two cents. I'm not going to pretend to know what anybody's going through. Cause I've never had to go through it. I'm. I'm I'm supporting 1000% that movement. So that's my two thoughts on that. Back to the regularly scheduled program. I'm sorry. I just felt it had to be said. I hadn't said anything about it. So if I know a lot of people don't, I mean, not as many people watch these podcasts on YouTube, but um, yeah, I guess I'll mention it in my next rebuild as well, that if you want to hear my statement on that, I'll put in a time slot and you can go click on that. But returning to Disney, I think it's great. I think it's very, very good. Um, I think it's the perfect spot to have it. Okay, also I want to give a huge shout out to Keith Smith on Twitter. This dude, I've been following Keith Smith on Twitter, who you should all go follow, by the way. He's an one of the most underrated NBA insiders on Twitter. The dude, I'm not saying he breaks a ton of news or does a lot of that, but he has some good ass ideas. He was the first one I heard. I'm sure other people were talking about it, but he was the first one I legitimately heard saying bring the NBA to Disney. And the dude got literally zero credit for it. I've been following him on Twitter for I'd say two and a half to three years now, and he seems like one of the most genuine and honest people I've actually ever, you know, read on Twitter. He's not Woj or Shams or anybody like that, but he's legitimately such a good follow on Twitter. He, he's just very, very insightful and he's very, very smart. And I would definitely go toss him a follow on Twitter right now Keith. I think it's like Keith Smith, MBA, something like that, but returning to Disney. I keep, you know, dancing around this question. I'm not dancing around. I'm just, you know, going off topic, but I love the idea. I think it's a great, a great idea. Um, Obviously, it's going to be different without fans. No fans going to be the game. I think if they can understand that the players are going to want to be with their families, that's the biggest part. And I think obviously, you know, Disney's a great place. I don't know if they're going to get to be able to go on like rides and stuff like that. I know Disney or Disney World and Disneyland have been closed, but I don't know if they're going to let the kids go on rides or anything. But whatever it may be, Disney's obviously you know a pretty fun place to be if you're a kid. Uh, And then obviously having the rest of their family there is very very important. So that's my thoughts. If they can get it done and get it in a safe way, go ahead, please do it. It seems like such a good idea. You're going to you know. It's just going to bring us back to that little bit of normalcy that everybody, everybody in this world needs right now. So moving on to question number two, um, this one isn't specific to basketball, I guess. I guess it kind of is, but it comes from Jared three, four, eight, nine. Um, I didn't write Twitter, YouTube. I'm assuming it's Twitter with all those numbers and his username. I, I always forget to you know write. I wrote the first one. The one from Jacob came on Twitter. The one from Jared here, I, I'm assuming it's Twitter. So I apologize for listening, Jared. Uh, What will be the first sport back is his question. I don't know. I literally don't know. We can, we can talk. I'm I'm talking about the four major sports. I know some soccer leagues are back. I'm talking about football, baseball, hockey, and basketball. Jesus, I'm forgetting the sport. (laughs) My whole world revolves around, but I would say football's out because that's starting. in. I mean, that obviously starts in September. We're going to have a sport before September. So it kind of moves it down to baseball, basketball, or hockey. Now I think, the NHL has already instituted a plan to return. I think it's a, what is it? I think it's also, it might be a 22 team or 22, you know, yeah, team return as well, like playoff type format. I don't know a ton about the NHL. I love the Bruins, but I don't follow the NHL a ton. Uh, for basketball, I think it's, I mean, late July seems like, You know, kind of the best we can expect for really anything. I mean, I would hope, I know baseball, I know the MLB and the MLBPA are just having a pissing match back and forth about how many games our players going to get their full contracts, Is going to be prorated, whatever the hell is going on in the MLB. It seems like a shit show. The NHL and the NBA honestly have a lot under control. I'm going to say it's one of those two leagues, and I say it's probably going to be around the same time in late July, and I don't think the MLB is going to be very far after that. So NHL or uh, NBA, probably going to be one of the first two leagues back. So the final question here is... uh, how do I always forget to write to- it's cause I'm so like excited and anticipating getting into the podcast. I forget. I didn't even give a name this time. I didn't even give a name this time. I'm assuming this is probably a YouTube comment. Uh, it's, I apologize to whoever commented this. I feel like such an a-hole, but Hey mass, I've been looking to grow my channel recently on YouTube. Can you please share some tips on the best and fastest ways? And what was the hardest part at the start? <sighs> Thanks for the question. You got to work on the grammar a little bit. Okay. Um, I've answered this a little bit before. Um, you guys somehow found me in a podcast, you know, without following me on YouTube first. Um, yeah, I do YouTube full time. But um, starting on YouTube was definitely one of the harder things to, you know, do. Um, it's not an easy thing for anybody to do. I think the hardest part was finding what, you know, sort of genre or niche I wanted to, you know, go into. And there's, you have to have a very specific audience in mind when you start YouTube. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing if you if you are making a video on a ton of different topics on a ton of different games, if you're doing a you know a, a, like a videos on like MLB the show 2K Madden, you got Fortnite in there Call of Duty, you're not gonna it's not gonna work. it's really not gonna work. You're not T Martin, I'm sorry it's just you're, it's not gonna happen. you're not toke. It's th- those days of people being successful all that are over. I don't really know anybody who's you know grown recently a ton that plays all those games. But you have to find a specific – well, I can't speak – specific, you know, game, genre, whatever it may be, and you have to go with that. And then you have to find your audience, and you have to, you know, listen to what they say. Listen to constructive criticism. That that was the worst thing for me. I hated listening to having people tell me what to do, especially people who had never done it before. But trust me, they're the viewers. They know, like, what a viewer, you know, wants to see. So that, that that's kind of the biggest thing. Uh, it sucks. The first 1,000 subs – I've said this before. I'll say it a 1,000 times – the first thousand subs are the hardest thousand you're ever going to get. You know, it kind of takes off after that a little bit. Um, it is where it is. You got to just keep grinding day in and day out. And it took me so long to, you know, finally get like somewhere where I could actually have an audience. And I appreciate the audience I have every single day. I'm so grateful for it. Cause it honestly, it's such a great platform I have. And I feel like I can say, kind of say anything to you guys. And I appreciate you guys so much, but yeah, You got to stick to a genre. You got to find your audience and you got to be consistent. Consistency is also a huge thing. If you don't, if you're not consistent, if you're posting like one video a week, you're probably not going to grow. I'm sorry. It sucks. You got to be consistent. You got to spend money to make money. I spent like $1,400 originally to, you know, buy all of my own money to uh, to buy all this, the equipment. I mean, I obviously have gotten updated equipment since we've started, but you got to spend money and it sucks because sometimes it doesn't work out, but it's just, these are things you have to get are things you have to have to get in order to make quality content videos for YouTube. So if, if you have shit videos, they're not quality, they're not good content, you're not going to grow. I'm sorry. That's the best I can say it. It's the cold, hard truth, but that's the way it is. And I and I love when people try to start branching into the My League community. The newest member of the Miley community, I would say, is TKE. He's been really, I mean, he's already done a rebuild battle with me, Crispy Flakes, uh, legendary EA. I don't know if he's done with Goon again yet, but yeah. He's broken in, and he's done really, really well for himself so far. I don't know if he's at 1,000 subs yet. I think he probably is at this point. But, yeah, if you want to start, just start. Just don't plan anything out. Just do it. Just buy everything. Do it. It's the best way. That's what I did, and it's kind of worked out for me a little bit. I mean, it hasn't worked out to the extent of some people, but it's worked out for me more than I ever could imagine. 28,000 people found me interesting enough to hit subscribe. Like 28,000 different people at one point or another watched a video or more of mine and felt I was interesting enough to, you know, hit subscribe. And that's crazy to me. That that still blows my mind every single day. So that's the biggest thing um, I would definitely say. So it's kind of bittersweet here. This is going to be the final podcast episode on YouTube. I mean, I I want to stick to rebuilds on YouTube. Uh, Maybe at some point I can make a different channel uh, for the podcast. I think I need to get a little more of a following with it. But I mean, even with that, I still average probably like 600 video views on this, which is, is not bad when I'm branching into something I've never really done before. So as always, uh, if you guys are new and watch me on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. If you guys did enjoy this video. Could leave a like, I would appreciate it. Uh, if you do want to be featured on the next podcast episode and you have any questions, comment them down below. I can still take comments, uh, for this le- final one. After that, you can also shoot me anything on Twitter at Massa underscore Y T, um, should be in the video link in the description. I'm assuming most of you are probably watching me on YouTube. So once again, thank you guys all so much for watching. I apologize again. I missed it. Anything. Uh, if you guys have any problems with any of my comments throughout this video, I'm willing to talk, shoot me a DM on Twitter, literally comment down below. I'd be happy to talk about anything. So once again, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I cannot do be any, or I cannot be here without each and every individual. One of you means a ton to me and I'll, uh, should ever rebuild all tomorrow. See you guys there.